Hey there guys and welcome back to the Travis and Damien podcast. We are available on anchor.fm slash Travis Damien podcast along with iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many more. Today we're going to first dive into some general news like the rumored Sonic movie redesign to The Last of Us Part 2 being delayed and then we're going to talk about our recent activities and then last we're going to talk about Riot's 10th 10th anniversary celebration where they announced a bunch of games uh not just League of Legends stuff they actually have a bunch of other stuff in the works now so first up like i said earlier the sonic movie redesign this is a rumored sort of concept that leaked out i'm not sure if this is official or whatever you know like this could honestly be anything uh but from what it looks like it looks definitely a lot better than it did before i hope that this redesign is true and confirmed uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see until, you know, they officially want to reveal it. Yeah, uh, I also agree that it just looks 10 times better than the original one. Like, you know, they're probably still keeping, like, the same, like, animation, like, rig and all that technical stuff. But they probably just changed the model a little bit just to make it, like, not a monstrosity like the first one mm-hmm. was. And I think, you know, then like it does look like a modified version of that base model. And I think they did a good job making it look like Sonic, you know, with, like... You know, his eyes are like Sonic's eyes. You know, he has shoes and gloves, you know. Like, he doesn't... Yeah, he looks natural, you know. He doesn't look too out there, you know. Yeah, he definitely looks a lot better. Uh, you know, his arms being blue, that's kind of oh, like, whatever. Yeah, you know? it's, it's just like, yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's just their version of like, all right, this is how we think Sonic in our version is. And it's like, all right, it's wrong, but okay. Um, but yeah, you know, now he has gloves, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it d- definitely, like you said, looks a lot better. Um, and I hope that this is true, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see because yeah. this is still a rumored. It's not going to frighten children anymore. <laughs> like the original <laughs> one did. All right. So we got more Blizzard stuff here. Um, so there was supposed to be an Overwatch event at the, uh, Nintendo store in New York, but Blizzard canceled that because they didn't really give a reason like Nintendo or Blizzard didn't give any reasons for it. But I'm pretty sure, you know, it's safe to assume that they wanted to avoid any, like, big, like, protests going on outside the Nintendo store, you know, because this, this was, like, I think, like, a week, not even a week, like, a few days after uh, the whole, you know, Hong Kong thing. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty safe to assume that was because of that reason. They won't say it because, you know, Blizzard doesn't really feel like saying anything about this topic right now. Um, but, again, uh, it, it just kind of, like, you know, like when BlizzCon actually does happen, like, really soon, it, they can't hide that, you know, because <laughs> it's, like, their own yeah. event. So you can't just cancel BlizzCon, and it's probably going to be way worse there than some, you know, launch event. So, yeah, this is just, like, the way they handled this whole event, like, we already talked about this the last time, but, um, you know, the way they're handling this whole situation just, it's just horrible, because it just seems like they just want to censor everything about this thing and hope it goes away, and that, like, mm-hmm. never works. Like, the more like times companies try to do this the worst like the bite is gonna be when like you know everyone's like hey don't do that you know what i mean so yeah the more you try to hide it the more people actually try you know find out so yeah um you know this could have been blizzard or nintendo or both being like yeah we probably shouldn't let this event happen after what you fucking did blizzard mm-hmm. um Obviously, you know, like, they don't know what the hell they're doing, Blizzard. And the fact that they did it so close to the release of Overwatch for the Switch, um, I would imagine this definitely impacted sales. I'm not sure how well it sold. I would imagine it sold okay, but not as much as they were probably expecting. If anything, it probably underperformed. Uh, But, yeah, them canceling this event is probably good on all fronts. So there isn't a big-ass protest in front of the Nintendo New York store um you know causing problems there like literally in the streets and whatnot so um but yeah you know it is what it is blizzard just digging themselves a bigger hole at this point and when blizzcon does finally roll around you're probably going to see a lot of news stories about people protesting outside of the event the uh the convention center and all this other stuff so uh yeah at this point it's just them you know creating a bigger hole for themselves like i said earlier yeah, it's 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 not looking good, <laughs> and, and like when once BlizzCon happens, it's it's gonna be something to keep an eye on because it's gonna be pretty entertaining. I'm hoping, <laughs> and not yeah. for the game announcements. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't know what the hell Bethesda is doing. I never know what they're doing. Yeah, it's... but they rolled out a subscription model for Fallout seventy six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is ten dollars a month 
for one month or you could do a hundred dollars a year and you can host a private server and then invite seven other friends or players that are not subscribers so that is kind of cool but why do we have to pay for it i think they said it's because because it's private servers they have to like main main like maintenance and, and like stuff like that like it just seems like a lot of bullshit and i'm still greeting for money um, and on top of that, I think a new game came out, Outer World or something like that. Yeah, and that's Outer like yeah. from from people Obsidian. that yeah. created the other Fallout games, right? Yes, they made the Fallout New Vegas, which was like way better than 3 and like way better than 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm very excited to play that when I can. But um, yeah, basically Bethesda's garbage and like Fallout 76's trash. Um, apparently also with the subscription, you get like some like storage unit where you can put in like all your items and stuff. And apparently that's bug too, where if you put all your items in this like storage, it just deletes itself. So yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the, like just follow seventy six in general. It's like it just seems like they want to milk their player base or whatever player base they have for this game dry, just so they can like move on. And it's like really scummy. Because um, like you know, I checked the Fallout seventy six subreddit just to see like like do people even play this game, and are people even happy about this? And obviously no one's happy about it. But I'm surprised. The amount of fans this game actually has for like like bethesda just does not care about them i, I really don't know why it has so many fans like just because it's fallout like it, it i don't know um I, I just hope that this backfires like i know that didn't apparently didn't work with fallout 76 because they're still supporting it and they're making money off it but you know if, if this thing does go through it's kind of just like a bad precedent for both bethesda and just like games in general like if you just do like this useless subscription that doesn't really do anything and other games start doing it and that's that's just bad business you know so um yeah so basically fallout 76 is absolute garbage and we can't go like a few months without hearing like new garbage about it It, it's just it's just very disappointing man like like i wasn't really expecting much from that game like fallout 4 disappointed me a lot since i really liked new vegas but that was again it wasn't even made by bethesda um but, you know, I was, I was hoping Fallout 4 would be something really special, and it was kind of just, like, whatever. And then 76 just further, like, just, like, man, Bethesda, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I, I don't play their games, uh, but just what they're doing as, like, a company and a studio is kind of just, like, very questioning, Yeah, I can say. So um, I'm not sure how well this uh, this subscription model is going to do it. It rolls out November 1st, I believe. So <laughs> uh, we'll see then if anyone's actually using it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly surprised people are still playing Fallout 76. That game's a year old at yeah. this point. So, yeah, very very interesting. All right, so we got a new trailer for the new Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker, and I watched it, and I don't feel anything. Like it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the trailer is just like a whole lot of nothing either. It was just kind of just like oh look how like oh the story is ending. Look how epic this is. But I feel like no one really cares. Like I don't know. Like. I didn't even watch um, the other one, Last Jedi, because I just heard so many bad things about it. Even though I don't think it's as bad as people are saying. Just because, you know, uh, I know Star Wars is very polarizing where people are just very aggressive, like, if something is, like, a little bit bad. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I I like the first movie. Um, I forgot what it's called in this new trilogy. Force um, Awakens? Yeah, Force Awakens, I think. Yeah, I I like Force Awakens. But, um, I don't know. It just feels like they're really, (laughs) like hyping this up when it's like i don't think anyone's really that hyped up about it and like the trailer itself is just like yeah whatever like i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> just, just keep bringing back plot points like the emperor's back and it's like he should be dead and like just a whole bunch of other things like i don't know like star wars yeah. they should just let it rest dude. <laughs> <laughs> i think after this movie they're gonna take a step back and wonder and like evaluate what they're gonna do do with this multi-million dollar franchise that they could do whatever they want with it but you know like you said fans are definitely polarizing yeah uh personally when i saw the last jedi in theaters i i still will never forget going to the theater and actually seeing that movie because a lot of people were very excited for it and then me watching that movie was very memorable i still remember a lot of the key moments in that movie despite me not seeing it in a very long time okay. uh just because like i was kind of like amazed and like stunned by like the certain things that happened in that movie personally i liked it uh but then again i'm a very casual star wars fan i'm not one of these uh star wars fans that goes on twitter and like rants about it or, like i haven't even bought tickets for it you know like people that have already bought tickets for this movie are 100 percent 
Star Wars fans. And yeah. personally, I'm just one of those fans that are just like, I'll just wait and uh, see it whenever I can, you know, because uh, I do like Star Wars, uh, but not like to the point where it's like I'm going to, you know, get everything in terms of like uh, merchandise or like see the movie on day one, this and that. I'm very casual about it, like I said. But, you know, this trailer, it was it was OK. I mean, I haven't seen the uh other trailer so like seeing this one as like the final trailer pretty much the first and last trailer are the the only ones we've seen right yeah so seeing this one i was kind of just like oh okay more star wars so let's see how the how this trilogy is gonna end you know um but yeah i'm i'm just gonna you know watch it when i can uh i'm not gonna take any like you know reviews into consideration because you know Star Wars fans are going to be Star Wars fans at the end of the day. They're going to be very excited for it. And then once they see it, they're going to like nitpick it and, you know, do what they want with (laughs) their own opinion. You know, like that's just how, you know, fans can be. And, you know, that's just what people view the Star Wars fan base as. And, you know, I kind of somewhat agree on it. Obviously, it's not everyone that likes Star Wars is like that. But, you know, for the vast majority uh, that you see on the Internet, they're those that complain more are more vocal than the ones that are just like, eh, you know, it's whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree with that. Like, and Star Wars fans kind of suck. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to take their opinion, like, seriously. Like, you know, because I heard so many things about Last Jedi being either bad or it's okay. And I- I'm probably going to watch it for myself because I-, I might want to watch this. But I don't know. I, I just, just like, be, like, don't expect too much when going into this movie. And I guess you, you won't be as hurt <laughs> when if it is bad. So. As long as you go in with low expectations, hopefully they'll either meet them or slightly surpass them. Exactly. All right. So the last bit of news we have here is The Last of Us Part 2 got delayed to May. So when this was announced yesterday, or it was like sources say that Last of Us Part 2 is getting delayed. I was like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? <laughs> and then when... Pl- when Neil Druckmann finally came out with the PlayStation vlog, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. But at least he gave us another date. It's May 29th, 2020. So before it was February. Yeah. So now one, two, three, a three month delay. Pretty much uh, he's saying that they don't want to, you know, put too much stress on the team as is. And they're pretty much just trying to make sure that the game is is to standards with Naughty Dog, you know. Uh, and I I agree with that, but I believe I read an article this morning, or I saw a tweet or something, uh, that was like uh, Ghost of Su- Ghost of Tsushima also got delayed because of this, because they don't want obviously to have two PlayStation games compete against each other. Yeah. So it just sucks that another game got indirectly delayed because of The Last of Us, because The Last of Us is just such a big game. Um, but you know what? Hopefully, Sucker Punch is you know as well they're taking their time with that game and hopefully that delay will benefit ghost of tsushima uh but this delay you know it always sucks when a game gets delayed because i was honestly super excited for the last of us part two but now i'm kind of like i'm still excited for it but i'm like i now have to wait till almost june to play the game you know yeah it's a big delay it's like yeah it's like right at the end of may too um you know for a game that's going to come out like really soon now it's like ways off um but Mm -hmm. again if naughty dog could like make it better and you know just give it that polish that you know they're good at then i guess it'll be worth it at the end like you know it's like what uh what's his face miyamoto says like a delay game is good at some point but if you don't delay it it's bad forever or something like that so you know i, I it's not like i expected the last of us 2 to be like bad or anything but if they could like polish up some technical issues and things like that then that'd be good um mostly now that you know things like borderlands 3 and stuff like that um that that was a game that looked like it could use like another few months in development just because there were so many technical issues so i'm hoping it's something like that where it's like they want to make sure it's running really well on like the ps4 and ps4 pro and whatever and you know just iron out a lot of these like issues like that i mean that's what i'm thinking is getting delayed for but you know i guess we'll never know until it comes out so but yeah uh, i think delays could be a good thing if you know if it's not too long and i think I think I think th- there's enough games coming out 2020 that I think a lot of people will be preoccupied anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. When um, uh, the Yoshi game came out uh, for the Switch Crafted World, yeah, that game didn't have any updates. So like that was like a pretty good first impression for me when I just put the game into the system and then I just started up. I was like, wow, there's like no you know day one patch. That's pretty good. So yeah. obviously with most you know AAA titles, The Last of Us Part Two is probably gonna have some sort of patch on day one. 
but if that's not the case i would be pretty cool because that like first impressions are like everything no matter what you're doing so hopefully you know when the last of us part two when we do get closer to that release when the embargoes for the review start to get lifted hopefully it is very very positive because that'll get me even more excited for the game but you know it just sucks that it got delayed so far you know because yeah. before we were like a couple months away which was like february now it's like even longer so um it just sucks but it is what it is at this point yep all right so recent activities i'll let you go first because i got oh. some things here <laughs> okay so uh you know the new my hero season started so i've been watching that uh, first episode, you know, just a recap. I, I I don't know why they do this, but they do. I, like anime in general, oh, just yeah. does this sometimes, mm-hmm. and just like whatever. But I actually do like the way my hero does it. Like the episode, you know, it it was a recap episode, but um, you know, it had its own little like spin to it, and like you know, had some little bit of story beats and character stuff. But um, yeah, like if if you just skip this episode, then you won't really miss much. But I thought it was enjoyable to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. The second episode was a lot more important, where we like discuss the new or show the new um, villain over uh, overhaul. I think his name is. Yeah. Um, and like you know the like stuff went down. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but um, but yeah, basically he looks really cool and his quirk. I have no idea what it does, but it looks amazing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's what that, I guess that's what that does. So um, yeah, overhaul looks like he's gonna be an interesting villain. I really like um, the other person Deku's with right now. I forget his name. Uh. I, I, I don't know his name. He looks he, like Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks like a buff Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, he's a really cool character. I like um, how like happy and stuff he is, and how upbeat he is. You know, because Deku is kind of like he could be kind of like a wreck sometimes. Where he's just like, oh, I gotta like be the best and whatever. And like that guy's just, oh, don't worry about it. So yeah. I thought that was a cool like you no know, dynamic thing there. Um, but yeah, my hero is really good. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I gotta wait until more episodes come out. But I love my hero. Mm-hmm. Um, second, been playing more Destiny Two. Not much to say about that, other than you know it's still really good, and I'm having a great time with it. And it's really time consuming because you know it's an MMO. So yeah, uh, but this next game is what I really want to talk about. So you know, since Banjo is in Smash and things like that, um, you know there was a new ukulele game that actually came out, uh, ukulele like the Impossible Air that's been doing really well with people. So I, I decided I'm like you know I have ukulele one. I heard so many mixed things about it that I don't really know what to think about it. And I had the game for a while because I think I got on a Humble Bundle or something like that. So I just decided, you know what, let's play. I feel like playing a 3D platformer, so let's try it. And I have to say, the game is actually really good. I, I don't know why it got so panned so hard. Like, I feel like the the criticisms for this game, like, technic- I can't really talk about the technical issues because I'm playing like a pre, you know, like a pro, uh, bleh post-patch version of this game so like the camera has basically been fixed like i never had a problem with the camera um the drop shadow for like you know when you jump and you see like the shadow under your character like that's mm-hmm. a lot more prominent now I, I i think that was an issue when the game first came out so yeah i can't really talk about like the technical issues the game runs like beautifully on the pc like i get 60 frames and it's great um but in terms of the other complaints it being like the worlds are too big or whatever. Um, I would say the worlds are big. You know, like, they are a lot bigger than something like Banjo-Kazooie. Um, but they, they never felt empty to me, which was another complaint I see a lot of people say. Like, they, they say the worlds feel empty and, like, they're too big. Uh, I never felt that. I never felt like the worlds were too, like, empty. I felt like every part of the world has at least a collectible in it. Like, you know, it felt like it was pretty, like, you know... You know, there was a lot of things to do in like each world. Um, I, I still haven't finished it, by the way. Like, I'm almost done with it, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I never really got that complaint. Um, honestly, like the biggest issue with the game is that it's too much like Banjo Kazooie, which is ironic because you know that, that all, the whole premise of that game was, hey, this is Banjo Kazooie, but not, and you know people were happy about that and they you know put money into it and stuff uh, to uh, kickstart it. But I felt like in the end that really hurts it more. Because now people just, you know, they're going to compare it to Banjo-Kazooie. And it's not really their fault because, you know, it, it's Banjo-Kazooie, but not. And, you know, if I'm going to compare this game to something like, you know, Banjo-Kazooie, then, yeah, it's not as good because Banjo-Kazooie is, you know, it's a fantastic game. Um, and I can't just say, hey, look at this like it's its own thing because, you know, I can't. Because, again, it's like it's too much like Banjo-Kazooie to really have its own identity and... I think that's what really hurts it in the end. Like, it's a really solid 3D platformer, and I feel like if you want to play something like Banjo-Kazooie, and you, you've already played 2 and Kazooie, like, a lot, and you want something like, like that, then, yeah, I recommend this game. But if you're looking for, like, something to beat that, then, yeah, it probably won't 
Um, and I guess that's where its biggest problem is, is that it's just not as good as the games it's, like, imitating. Um, and that's where I feel like a lot of these early Kickstarters were trying to be like that. You know, Mighty Number no. 9, this game. Bloodstain was actually, like, the only one that sort of, like, it did this formula and got good reception where it's like, hey, this game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but it's not. Um, except that game actually did really well. Unlike Mighty Number no. 9 and Ukulele where it's like, hey, this is Banjo or hey, this is Mega Man, but... It's just not as good as those, you know, original games were. And I feel like it just hurts it more. Now, it's, I really like that Kickstarter games are starting to, like... Hey, this game is, like, inspired by 3D platformers. So, something like Hat in Time, right? Like, that game is, like... Hey, this is inspired by, you know, like, Mario, like, 3D platformers. Mostly, like, Sunshine and things like that. But it has enough of its own identity where, like, you can't really, like, compare it to that. Like, you can't really, like, hold it to that same, like... I guess like pedigree like those games had so it just feels more original and or like you know it just feels like its own thing and i feel like ukulele can't really break itself from banjo because it was built like that you know like the whole yeah. reason it was funded was because you know this is banjo kazooie but not so yeah i think that's where the biggest issue for this game lies is that it's just too much like banjo kazooie and again that was the whole reason why it was even made um but yeah if you could look past that then yeah, it, it's a really good it's a really good time. Like I, I've been having a good time. Some of the levels, you know, some of the pages you can get are very creative and how you do it. Um, I think the worlds look nice. Like the, the game itself looks really nice. Like uh, for an indie, like a three D indie game, I think it's up there with like you know some of the best looking ones because you know most of the time indie games are like two D and Pixar and stuff like that. So um, them like really replicating that uh, visual style of banjo is very impressive. So um, yeah, basically I, I I really liked ukulele. I think people should give it a shot. I think enough time has passed where you could be like, yeah, th this game is good. And it, it is. I, I don't think the game deserved all the all the horrible remarks it got because it really is a good game. So, yeah, that that's my that's my whole little rant on ukulele. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> that when I was playing it this whole time. Like, this game really didn't deserve all the hate it got, but all right, whatever. It is what it is. Honestly, yeah. I wanted to, like, do a video on it because I bought it during, like, a Best Buy glitch sale, which... Oh pretty much the uh prices were like all fucked up so yeah. then i oh no no i think it was amazon it was amazon or best buy one of those and i just like bought it on the ps4 for like really cheap but like it just came out so i was like maybe i should do a video on it maybe i shouldn't i don't know i just n never found time to like do it but you know i always thought that that game wasn't as bad as people it, it's not it was, like yeah so. like people were really harsh on this game <laughs> and like I don't think it deserves it at all. Like, Mighty Number no. 9, yes, that game deserves every bit of criticism yeah. it got. But this game, I feel like, like if it, they made a sequel, like a second actual 3D platformer, I feel like it could be really good. But I don't know. I don't know if people are going to give it a chance or not, but we'll see. Indeed, indeed. So I also watch My Hero Academia. Yeah. Uh, Overhaul, supposedly, uh, from, like, a tweet I read, someone was like, Yo, Overhaul is going to be, like, really, really good. So Yeah, like, I keep shit. hearing that, too. So hopefully this arc is gonna be like fucking bananas. I, I, I heard this arc is like one of the best arcs, like in the like you know the whole thing. So I'm really yeah. hyped for that. You know, it's only getting started. So yeah. Uh, but I watched the Joker movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's really good, honestly. It's I mean, right now it was just reported that it's the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Now it surpassed Deadpool. One and two, which both of those, I, th I think Deadpool one was the highest grossing R-rated movie when that came out. Mm -hmm. So the fact that Joker is now at that same level is really crazy. Um, but yeah, people or when I went to go see it, obviously, like, you know, movie theater staff are very aware of like what the media was reporting on it, which honestly, like that entire thing is fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> they only said that because like. They were like, oh, shit. They watched one trailer, and they were like, oh, my God. And then it was like, no, you guys are so fucking dumb. But, yeah, I think there were, like, movie employees, like, coming in and out of the theater, like, making sure that nothing was going on. But, you know, uh, the movie itself is really good. Um, I think watching it multiple times will definitely benefit the experience. Personally, I've only watched it once. Probably going to wait for it to go on Blu-ray before I watch it again because I don't want to go back to the theater not anytime soon anyways um not because of you know fear of like getting shot up or anything like that <laughs> it's just that i don't want to go back to the theater right now but yeah. anyways the movie itself is very very good that's all i can really say without spoiling it obviously it is a joker origin movie quote unquote which when it was first announced as that it was kind of like the joker doesn't really have an origin story 
But the way that they did it in this movie was very good. Obviously, there are many different versions of Batman and the Joker and this and that. So this version of the characters is pretty good. The Waynes are in the movie and they have a very interesting connection to the Joker. Um, and that's all I'll really say. Uh, if you can see it in theaters, go for it. Uh, but, you know, I'm not saying that people are going to be crazy and do things. They probably won't. Honestly, it's just a thing that the news media has just put out there for whatever fucking reason. Um, but you know what? When it goes on Blu-ray or whatever movie platform, uh, you know, if, if you want to rent it on something or whatever, it it's definitely worth a watch. It's not like a normal superhero movie. I will say that, which is very good. It's an actual, like, good movie, That's which good. is very rare for, like, you know, superhero. Because, like, nowadays, you know, Marvel movies have been such a staple these days where it's, like, you know, it has to be, like, a blockbuster and this and that. It, every single Marvel movie has, like, a sense of, like, style and, like, a sor- sort of formula, you know? Mm-hmm. This movie is just a good movie, you know? It was made like an actual movie, so... There's that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Hunter Hunter. Uh, I know that sh- that anime ended a while ago, but I've just recently discovered it, and it's really good. Um, and then I watched the first two episodes of Doctor Stone. I really didn't know what I was getting into, but I watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> um, it's 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 one of those animes that's like it's crazy, funny, stupid, but it's like so good. Um, I've only watched the first two episodes, like I said, but you know, it is, it is pretty good. I think it's still going. There's like 15, 16 episodes out right now. So, um, you know, if you want to catch up, it's not going to be that hard if you do. Uh, and then I played some league of legends and some Fortnite chapter two, um, (laughs) played some league just because I was like, let me see if my wrists are any better. And then I went like, so I played League and Fortnite that same day, and I really didn't give my wrist a rest. And now my left wrist is kind of fucked up. So, um, hopefully, me just like chilling out again and like actually not playing for the rest of the year will hopefully do me some justice. If I'm gonna play any e game at this point, I'm gonna play with a controller because like mouse and keyboard is just not my friend at the moment. So, uh, and then Fortnite Chapter Two it is definitely slightly different. It's definitely the biggest update updated version of fortnite i've played because they like changed the map and everything as well mm-hmm. um but you know what it, it's it's still fortnite so mm-hmm. it's yeah. still fun <laughs> so uh as long as you don't like try hard in it and you know you just play with your friends or whatever it's still a good old fun time yeah it's a good time like again just i, I whatever I, I think i gave my piece on competitive like battle royales before but yeah <laughs> fortnite is just fun casually it's a fun game yeah so I think we played a couple of games of the arena, I think, right? Yeah, the, the yeah. 50 versus 50 thing. Oh, oh, no, the ranked one, the ranked one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, ranked stuff. Like, that shit was crazy. I was like, this guy's just building shit on me. Like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, people, like, build a whole, like, house in two seconds. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. But there's that. And now we got Riot Games 10th Anniversary Celebration, a.k.a. the perfect timing for them to release this since blizzard just shot themselves in the foot yeah <laughs> so uh i'm gonna start with the league stuff and then yeah. you can talk about the mobile stuff after we're just yeah. gonna switch off and off and on and like give our thoughts before we move on to the next one mm-hmm. uh so they did release some 2020 preseason gameplay changes uh they're gonna have the the dragons like change the map in certain ways i think it's like the third dragon where when that spawns it'll change summoner's rift itself no so it's gonna like so for example fire fire dragon it's gonna like open up some of the walls uh and then ocean dragon is gonna create more bushes Uh uh on certain parts of the map uh and then uh that's pretty much it they're also changing the way the buffs the actual dragon buffs work as well um, and then Elder Dragon, they're making it so Elder Dragon is, like, an execute. So, like, when you get Elder, you can actually, like, end the goddamn game. Because, oh. like, that was a, a problem before. Where, like, competitive teams would, like, get the first Elder. And, like, since the Elder buff would only, only last for so long, they would pretty much just use it as a way for, like, the enemy team. Like, yo, if you're going to fight us, we have this fucking buff. So, like, we're going to kill you. Or, like, possibly kill you. So, like, teams were... Both teams were scared to fight each other, pretty much. But now, the way it works is that once enemies uh, hit a certain point, 
uh, the elder dragon will like pretty much execute them, like kill them instantly. Oh, uh, and you could see the video as to how it works. It's pretty interesting. Uh, and then they're also adding on alcoves in the side lanes and top and bot, along with uh, making it slightly different and also adding more bushes by like blue buff and whatnot. Very interesting. Um, I'm glad they're doing actual changes this season instead of just like sitting on their ass like they did during last year's preseason. Because uh, last year's preseason, they were like, all right, we're going to add, uh, you know, rank dedicated um, roles. Like, each role has their own dedicated rank. And then it was like, when they, they rolled it out, they obviously didn't fucking test it. So, <laughs> um, and then they're making some changes, mainly to support is what I'm interested in. They did talk about jungle and top and all this other stuff. And mainly, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the support stuff. So, they're changing the way the support items work. Uh, they're actually making it so... Uh, they're taking they're taking coin out, but they're also uh, changing the way targons and spell thief work. Uh, very interesting. Um, from what I've seen from like support players that have tried it, I think on like PBE and stuff, they're like, yeah, it's a little better, but like you know, there's obviously still problems with it because um, once you upgrade it to the tier three, you don't get any more gold generation, which is like a problem. So I'm not exactly sure how that'll play out because like i kind of still want to generate gold the later the game goes on i don't i don't want to be a poor boy you know yeah you don't want um, to be a yeah <laughs> but they're also changing lethality items they're taking out spear of sojin so pretty much this item made bruiser top laners fucking broken no. so you know how renekton is like pretty bad late game yeah this item made him so he was actually pretty good late game so uh, you can just look that the uh, item up if you want, but it's just it it reduces the uh, cooldown of your abilities or something like that on hit. Uh, so it is very interesting. After casting your ult, your next uh basic attack on hit within ten seconds grants awakening dragon for six seconds, and that uh that gives you fifty percent bonus attack speed and basic attacks refund twenty percent of your remaining basic ability. So pretty much uh if this was on Renekton and he alts and then he just keeps autoing, he just gets his abilities back faster and that's yeah, that that's just not good. So uh they're just taking that out. It also wasn't just Renekton, you know, like Jax, Fiora, all all of these like bruiser top laners, you know, re really used it well. And then they're changing up the keystones and this and that. But pretty much the preseason starts on patch 9.23. I think they just wrote out patch 9.21. So we're still a long ways away. And then they also dropped a Santa champion trailer. Yeah, she is going to be lantern. a, a uh, yeah, she is out of the lantern. That is very cool uh, that they're actually making her into a champion. The cinematic itself was pretty cool to watch as well. And they're making her a support marksman. So I wonder how that's going to work. Um, so hopefully she's not completely shit, but I hope she's not busted either. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much a, it. Always got to worry about that. <laughs> yep. All right. So now we got some of their other announcements. So here's like two mobile things. I guess, I, I, uh, whatever. So TFT is coming to mobile. So I, <laughs> I think they've been saying that for a while now, right? Like that was going to come to mobile. Yeah. Uh, they were like, yeah, we should probably put this on mobile because like a, a lot of people were like asking for it. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a it's a good fit. You know, um, having an auto chess game on mobile, it just seems like a perfect fit, right? You know, there's not much moving. You just place units all down on the board. And, you know, it just seems like a perfect mobile game. And Valve already has Underlords on mobile, so... You know, I'm pretty sure Riot wants to, like, consume that <laughs> audience as well on mobile. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, um, you know, TFT, I, I, I really like TFT. Um, it's one of my more favorite things Riot has done lately, you know, before mm -hmm. we get into the other news. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think TFT would be a great fit on mobile, and I'll probably try it out. So, yeah, that, that's good news. But here's the more crazy news. Or this is where we get crazy, actually. So, League of Legends Wild Rift is going to be, like, a mobile plus console version. So it's going to be, like... This league version of League of Legends is going to be a whole separate version. Like yes. it's different from the PC version, right? So it's not going to have mm -hmm. all the champions just yet. I don't believe. Um, yeah. And it's built for like mobile and console like players in mind. Um, yeah. So so yeah, I think they changed somehow somehow they changed how some abilities work. Like I think in the trailer, like you could control Ash's arrow or something. Like it did some weird crap. Like her alt, <laughs> like there's some weird stuff going on, but um, yeah, basically they're retooling League of Legends to work on mobile and consoles. Um, I don't know how well it's gonna do on consoles. Uh, maybe if it's on Switch, it might do pretty well, which I I don't really see why it wouldn't be on Switch. 
But I, I think this thing might really blow off on mobile. Um, even though, like, again, it has the whole vir- a virtual joystick thing, which, like, I really hate. And mostly with a game like League, where, you know, you need, like, dot skill shots and all that stuff. Like, I just don't really want to deal with that. Um, <laughs> but I, I can see it being really big in, like, more Asian territories, you know? So, yeah, um, definitely. Uh, and it, it kind of just looked a little nicer. Like, when you preview a skin, like, it gives you a whole thing. Like, you're like, oh, that looks cool. So, yeah, they're... Hopefully, they, like... I, I also don't know how they're going to do, like, account, like... I don't know if you gotta make a whole new account or if you're gonna get like um like some of your skins and uh champions into this if you like yeah. you know use your riot. i think it's just i think it's a completely separate game yeah because they built the game from the ground up for console and pc which is good because you know that would be very funny if like someone was like ah shit my fucking jungler's on mobile gg mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> like guess that you. would yeah that would definitely be really bad but they just built the game from the ground up they retooled league of legends uh, the Summoner's Rift in general to fit on console and mobile. So this is definitely going to do very well in Asian territories, I would imagine. Uh, but, you know, for us in the West, I'm not sure how well this is going to do. Probably good f- for, like, people to get into League. Yeah. But for them to stay, uh, that's going to be another question. Uh, and then, yeah, like, this is obviously good to, like, get the game out to more people uh, because I'm pretty sure Riot wanted to have league out on console for a while now but they were just waiting for you know the right time to actually do it uh you know since like smite was on both console and pc they were like "Hmm, we could probably do that but how do we want to do it you know Mm -hmm. no i get you um i think it could work for console like league doesn't have that many buttons like yeah your active items or whatever like that could get a little crazy if you have a lot but usually it's not a lot like i -hmm. mean when i was playing only had like maybe one or two it's not like Dota yeah. where you have like every single item is an active. No, um, yeah. you know, in League you have like your abilities, you walk and crap, and like that's it. So I, I, I can see you're fitting pretty perfectly on console and again on mobile as well. But you know, that's just if you want to deal with, uh, you know, it not being actual League is like a whole separate thing. So yeah, yeah that, just that's treating it as like a, a much more casual version of League, I guess. Yeah. So I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see how that turns out and. We got another cool thing that's also coming out pretty soon. Uh, Legends of Runeterra, which is their card mm-hmm. game, of course, because, you know, we all need card games. Um, but this dude doing some cool things where, you know, obviously it's going to be free to play. Um, and then they're not selling packs. So, you know, you know how Hearthstone or like basically any, like, you know, trading card game where you have to buy packs and hope you get what you want. Well, mm-hmm. apparently in this game, you can just buy individual cards with, like, in-game money or real money, of course. Um, and there's going to be weekly unlocks as well. So this is really great because I really liked Hearthstone. Like for a while, I played Hearthstone for at least like two years. But then there were just too many cards. And then they started rotating like expansions away. So like, you know, the first expansion, you know, I had most of the cards in that one. And then it like rotated out because, you know, it was old and like, the me- you know, you, they got to change the meta and stuff. So, um, you know, that, that rotated away and I couldn't use any of those cards anymore. So I had to buy more cards and more cards. And... Just to get, like, uh, one meta deck could cost you, like, $100 if you're unlucky. Um, and the dust system in Hearthstone is is pretty not generous. Like, it's pretty, like, harsh. Like, you know, they want you to buy packs, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, any card game, basically. Um, so it's really cool that Runeterra is going to be like, hey, you just buy the card. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, thank yeah. you. So, you know, you got to focus on, like, the actual competitive play, you know, if, you know. If you want to say card games are, I guess they are, but there's a lot of RNG, at least in Hearthstone yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it looks really cool. I really like the way uh, Riot's doing this business model. Yeah, you seriously don't know how amazing it is just by individual cards. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Like, it's really yeah. cool. Definitely. One thing that I really hated about Hearthstone was the fact that, like, people were always complaining about, like, buying packs and, like, you know, they always had to, like, focus on, like, all right, let's hope I get the card here, you know? Yeah. And it was never about, like, the actual aspect of, you know, playing the game and, like, trying to, like, deck build and this and that, and, like, trying new things because trying new things out in Hearthstone was definitely, like, not rewarding at all because, like, if it ends up not working, it's like, ah, shit. But in yeah. this game, they really focused on, like, yo, you can do whatever you want as long as, you know, you're able to, you know, buy the cards you want and do what you want and that is very very cool and they did do some play testing when uh i think it was like this past weekend or something like that with like scara and uh disguised toes where like if you were in their stream and you had your riot account linked you were able to get a code um 
and you know like this is probably gonna do very well for them just because card games back then when like hearthstone came out and everything like that like they were like very popular but now it's like you know this new one just pops up and like no one's really making them anymore so hopefully this will bring new people into the you know card deck building you know sort of genre and hopefully this will do well i would imagine it will do well because a lot of people were watching scar and disguise toast to see exactly how this game plays out and and, uh, things like that but definitely the business model had me very interested so when they were like yo you don't have to buy packs i was like that is very good (laughs) yeah it seems like riot is just like taking advantage of like everyone's failures right now like you know with um (laughs) tft and runeterra like they seem to be really like eating valve up right now with you know artifact failing super hard and underlord underlord is doing all right but tft is just way ahead of it like in every way um Mm -hmm. and then later you know we're gonna talk about some of the other games it seems like they also want to consume that um that blizzard market too with again runeterra you have hearthstone and again some of the other games we're going to talk about like later but um yeah it seems like riot really wants to make its way into a really big like pc presence now you know wants to really expand their uh like borders which is nice because i think a lot of people really like the league ip and it's a very strong ip and um mm-hmm. I, as you can see here like the, like just see how many more people are playing tft other than um underlords like like no one really cares about the dota characters that much like i don't like i play dota yeah. for like 40 hours and i don't care what crap about any of the dota <laughs> characters like, i like league characters though so yeah, yeah. um yeah that was just a little to, aside i just want to say I guess you could talk about the next thing since, you know, <laughs> this is a little beyond Oh, uh, yeah. This yeah. thing's just, like, a little thing that they threw in there. Uh, yeah. Well, eSports Manager. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is very interesting. First, they're going to start with the LPL League, which is the China League, uh, to start off with this. But, I mean, you know, this is definitely for a very unique and small crowd of people. I'm not interested in it, personally. Despite me liking League of Legends eSports, I'm not, like, all right, I want to manage, manage a team and do this and do that. Like, I wonder how the game is going to play out first because i've never played a managing you know game like this before or like a simulator game in general right um so i wonder how riot's going to do it especially since they're using like real players and stuff like that so uh yeah because i'm just waiting for the you know lcs fantasy thing to go back up (laughs) right because they didn't do it at all this year but oh well really yeah they didn't do it at all because they were like we're trying to fix it but like they didn't so i'm not sure what they're doing with it hopefully it comes back next season but lowly sports manager very interesting all right so yeah now we got some really interesting stuff um <laughs> so we got project uh, so these are like they seem like very early in development um yeah so yeah we got project a which is going to be a first person character based tactical shooter so think overwatch like cross uh csgo that's basically yeah. what they've been saying mm-hmm. um and this could either be pretty good or pretty terrible because um you know these are two very conflicting audiences yes like they're both first person shooters but i'm pretty sure csgo players don't want to deal with all the crazy abilities and ultimates and all that from overwatch and i'm pretty sure overwatch players don't want to deal with the whole tenseful like stressful like gameplay of a real tactical shooter like csgo like it's very two very conflicting like gameplay styles that I wonder how they're going to make that work, you know? Um, Because it very much looks like Overwatch, but in, like, a CSGO map from the gameplay they did show. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just going to be interesting how they, like, balance that out and how they make people want to play that. Like, you know, I'm more inclined to play something like Overwatch. Um, Even though I think Overwatch was a little too crazy with your abilities, and you could get a little angry just because, like, oh, I died from someone pressing Q. That's fun. Um, I, I, I still think TF2 kind of did it the best where it felt like a more casual like experience but it was still like enough technical skill to be rewarding without it being like hey I press an ability and you're dead mm-hmm. um, and CSGO is just too much for me like I, I just can't play that game it's, it's too hardcore for me so I, I just wonder how they're going to make that work you know yeah definitely uh, when I first saw uh, when I first saw uh, Project A it was through a Nate Shot tweet and I was like this shit isn't real right i was like what the fuck (laughs) like this shit looks like csgo but like it's not because they have like abilities and stuff so uh like you said i pretty much agree with everything you said it's two conflicting gameplay styles colliding together and i wonder how riot games is gonna make that work because i don't think they're using the league ip for this one anyways so um it is going to be very interesting on to how that plays out and how well this game will do 
Um, I'm not sure if it's, if it's going to be free to play or what, but um, whatever they do with uh, Project A, I hope it does well because I it it looks like it's not going to have any lead characters at all, which I think will benefit it because it it. it it is trying to be like CSGO, but like Overwatch at the same time sort of thing, you know? Yeah. And then we have Project L, which mm-hmm. is, they are 100% using lead characters for this, because why wouldn't you? Um, it's going to be a fighting game. Uh, and it looked very interesting. That's all I can really say. They didn't really show much of it, so. Yeah, I mean, we knew they were making a fighting game for a while, though, right? Like, didn't they buy, like, another, like, studio a while ago and was like, hey, we're, like, there was talks about them making a fighting game. Like I don't know. This was pretty yeah. much known for a while that it were making a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like you said, like having a fighting game with lead characters is probably going to do extremely well. Um, like they didn't really have gameplay. Like they just show Ari fighting like Darius, I think. Um, yeah. And if that is like what they're at, like the vision, of what it actually looks like, and then yeah, it looks pretty good. You know, it's just league characters fighting each other in like a two D space. You know, like you know, like a fighting game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they didn't really comment on any like what mechanics going to be. again it looks like it's going to be based on like street fighter i guess like more traditional like yeah. gd fighters um so yeah I, I i could see this game having a big feature though if it actually does take off because you know riot is pretty supportive with the whole esports things as you could tell with yeah. legends so i wouldn't be surprised if like a lot of like fighting game players especially within the, the smash community because smash doesn't make a lot of money yeah but it, if they would like want to make money and they like jump on this project l game like instantly and get very very good at it like they could potentially compete in you know small tournaments and eventually maybe in in the league depending on how big this game gets obviously because riot has never done this before they've only had league of legends throughout this entire time mm-hmm. throughout their 10 years so uh we're just gonna have to wait and see exactly how well project l does but i wouldn't be surprised if it does do really well because i think they know what makes a fighting game tick you know yeah i i feel like they, they could do a good fighting game just because you know the blood of riot is very like competitive based so like i, I feel like they could like they probably have some good people on there that could you know determine what makes a good fighting game mm-hmm. um so yeah now now we got something completely different from riot project f which is going to be, like, a sort of dungeon-crawling game. Like, I don't know if it's going to be exactly Diablo, like, because, you know, they, they didn't really show much. But it's an yeah. isometric RPG. Wait, again, th- this is, like, the thing I'm the most excited about, because, you know, it's just what I like. Uh, you know, most of the other things, you know, they had a theme to it, you know, a multiplayer, competitive-based, you know, a fighting game, an FPS, you know, a card game. This is, like, the, like, the only time that they're really doing, like, a single-player... Well, you know, it's going to be a co-op game, probably, but, you know... An RPG that you could really explore the League world and stuff, or Runeterra and stuff. And I think that's super cool, because, you know, mm-hmm. I think the League stuff has some really neat things in it. And I always, like, it would be cool to, like, explore the different areas and things like that. Um, you know, it would be cool if they made, like, an MMO, but I know that would never happen, but that would be cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, th- this is the second best thing. Like, if it is a Diablo game, that's awesome, because I could go for another Diablo game since... You know, Blizzard isn't really going to do that, I don't think. Um, and <laughs> Y'all don't got phones? Exactly. Um, and, but if it's also just like a co-op dungeon crawling game where you can like explore the different worlds of Runeterra and things like that, I think that's also pretty neat. Um, but yeah, uh, again, not much is shown. They showed some gameplay, and from what it looks like, it looks really good. Like, the graphics look really nice. Like, they showed like Blitzcrank, some other champions. Like, I can't remember. But like, Blitzcrank looked really nice. It was super shiny. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for that. It seems still very, very early in development, but yeah, I'm, I'm I have my eye on that one. That really like caught my eye. So yeah, yeah, definitely same here because it looked like a beat 'em up, which is like what dungeon crawlers are. You're yeah. just like exploring and like just being the shit out of things. And yeah, <laughs> the way Mark Merrill described it was like you'll explore Rune Terror with your friends, which I was like, that sounds like fun. Yeah, so, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully, whenever they do decide to, to drop that game, uh, hopefully it's in within the next two years that would be good um but yeah you know if it is a straight up diablo clone but with just the league of legends uh universe that would be very cool because you know people love these characters and it is like you said a very strong ip so yeah uh then the last thing they announced was very quick it was a league of legends animated series Mm -hmm. arcane um that just looked interesting and kind of out of nowhere um (laughs) i don't think anyone really described them to or anyone expected them, I should say, describe them. No one really a- expected Riot to make, like, a animated series based on League of Legends, you know? Yeah, was it on Jinx and Vi or something like that, I think? Yeah, it's on that sort of area of the League of Legends world. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. I was kind of just like, oh, that looks cool. All right, yeah, it, it, it came <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. 
Um, again, it, I just really like how Riot is like it's just expanding because they've been with League for like ten years. Like, you know, I like League, but I kind of got over the whole MOBA thing like a few years ago. Like, you know, I, it's not like I have anything against League or anything like that because you know I played it for like a really long time. Well, like three years, I think I played it, but um. You know, I, I had a good time with it, but I was happy for them. Like, yeah, they could do something else. And then TFT came out. I'm like, yeah, this is the start of like something great because you know I like TFT and I like you know the like you know, but just do more stuff. So <laughs> I'm happy they're finally listening and they're well, you know, they're finally ready to reveal like, hey, these are our plans for other games. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, this honestly could have been a worse time for Blizzard to mess up, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, Riot, Riot finally putting. Uh, or announcing a lot of a lot of new games uh, is very cool, especially the Legends of Ruterra and Project F, the dungeon crawler game, mm-hmm. uh, because the way that they looked at it was like, yo, we want to make a card game, but we, we want to make sure that the player experience is as best as possible. Yes. So they took away packs and all that stuff, and I was like, all right, this sounds very interesting, and I'm and I'm probably gonna play it now just because of that entire business model is the fact that. They don't want to screw people over by buying packs because they know how frustrating that can be. So they were like, all right, you can just buy the cards individually and build a deck that you want to build instead of like, all right, I need to get this card in this one pack. So uh, thankfully, we will not see Legends of Ruterra pack opening videos on YouTube. Um, And then the Dungeon Crawler game, you know, it's just... It's just something that I'm interested in because I like beat 'em up games, but I've never played a dungeon crawler myself actually. But if it has League of Legends characters in it and it's within the League of Legends world, I'm all for it. Uh, but yeah, overall this this event was very good just because they tackled everything I think they have in the works at the moment. Uh, obviously, I don't know that 100% sure, but it seems like this is pretty much everything they have working on at the moment. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, it's, it really does seem like Riot wants to, like, be on top of, like, the PC gaming scene now. Like, because, you know, it, it, the, the throne is kind of open. Like, Valve doesn't really make stuff anymore. Blizzard's kind of shot itself in the foot a lot. So I think I think it's, like, Riot's, like, trying to really gun for that. And, you know, if these games could be really good, then I have no problem with that. So Yeah, as long as they're good games, that's all I'm yeah, as asking long as they're for. Good. Yeah. And hopefully this will breed more competition. Because, you know, Riot Games is now like, hey, we can make a card game too. So. Yeah, I mean, I just want Valve to, like, do something again. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so is there anything else you would like to add, good sir? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay, so thank you guys for listening to the Travis and Damien podcast once again, and we will see you guys two weeks from now with another episode. Later.